Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. Last week, I had the pleasure of being a speaker at the Invisible to Six Figures retreat hosted by e-commerce badassery's resident Facebook ads expert and my biz bestie, Nicole Dietrich of Dietrich Marketing Strategies. Initially, it was supposed to be an in-person event at a kick-ass resort in Lake Tahoe. But Mother Nature had a different idea. There were two wildfires happening at the south end of Lake Tahoe, and a lot of the area was being evacuated. This resort in particular was miles away from the fires and not really at risk of having to evacuate, but the decision was made to cancel the in-person portion to ensure everyone's safety and frankly not get in the way of the emergency teams. And that was four days before the event was supposed to happen. Welcome to entrepreneurship. One of the biggest lessons this experience taught me and all of us involved was that one of the most important qualities a person needs in order to make it in this entrepreneurship space is to be flexible, to be innovative, and be able to pivot at a moment's notice. And I have to give a huge shout out to my girl, Nicole, the host of the event, because she handled it all with such grace and to the attendees who were so supportive throughout the uncertainty and who still showed up to participate in the virtual event with total gusto. It was especially heartwarming to see how the attendees responded to Nicole's live video where she shared the decision and even broke down in tears. It was in that moment that reminded me why I hold her in such high regard as a business owner and friend, why vulnerability and transparency really are the way we're going to find long-term success in this world of online business, and why having a circle of other kick-ass entrepreneurs is vital to our survival. If you are not already surrounded by a supportive circle of biz friends, you need that. Whether you find it in a mentor, a group program, or even a free Facebook group, Start getting out there and connecting with other business owners and be intentional about maintaining those relationships because I know it's so easy to fall into patterns and get caught up in the day-to-day shit of your life and business, but don't forget about those relationships. And if maybe you've been in business for a while and you have them already, maybe just pick up the phone, schedule a virtual happy hour date, something. All right, so let's talk more about the value that was shared throughout the event itself and some of the common hangups I saw across all the attendees. To set the stage for you, we covered a lot of different topics, everything from business foundations and marketing psychology to email marketing, branding, and even our own health. I loved how well-rounded the topics were, a 360-degree crash course in entrepreneurship, if you will. The best event of all was the open Q&A at the end, where the speakers and attendees all gathered together on a Zoom call to connect and answer the attendees' questions. 
Interestingly, the first thing most of them said when we got on the call was, it's so nice to see everyone's face. The trainings throughout the retreat were live videos where the attendees could, of course, see us, but they couldn't see each other. If you don't already know, video is so powerful. It brings a connection that you just can't get in other forms. So if you're not already using video in your business, you're going to want to start doing that sooner rather than later. Another message that kept coming through was that we all got into entrepreneurship to carve our path, to create businesses that not only serve our customers and clients, but serve us as well. That we get to do what feels good for us. And just because you see one person doing something one way doesn't mean you have to do it that way too. And when it comes to entrepreneurship, sometimes it's lonely. Your friends, family, and acquaintances might think you're crazy. They don't get what you do. They don't understand this lifestyle you chose. And that's okay. You've heard me say this before, but I'll say it again. If they question you, don't support you, make you doubt yourself, don't talk to them about your business. Unless they're your ideal customer or successful in building businesses like yours, What they have to say holds little to no weight, and you do not have to bog yourself down with their negativity. And remember, even as a grown-ass woman, I didn't tell my mother I was quitting my job to go full-time in my business until it was already done, because frankly, I didn't want to hear what she was going to have to say about it. And one more thing before we get into some more tactical takeaways. Whatever it is you're feeling right now about your ability to be successful as a CEO, your business overall, your hesitations to show up and sell your product, your skill set, your confidence, any of it, no matter what level of business you're at, there is another entrepreneur who is feeling the same thing and you are not alone. When I did my presentation about email marketing strategy, I opened with a question. How many of you feel icky when you try and sell your product? 90% of the attendees answered yes. When we talked about the hesitation to be on video, the majority of them struggled with that too. I could go on and on, but I think you get the point. I know it feels like you're the only one that struggles with certain things. Like everyone around you has it all together, has it all figured out. But we don't. Even the speakers at the events who all have successful businesses, multi-six, seven-figure businesses, some of them with multiple successful businesses that they run with other people. We are all going through something at one time or another. Okay, a few more tactical and actionable takeaways. First up, don't forget about the legal side of your business, from your business structure to your partner agreements, taxes, all the things. If you haven't gotten all your ducks in a row, make that a priority. And while we're talking about legal things, a quick reminder about sales tax for e-commerce. This is no longer only required in your home state, but is based on how much you ship to other states. If you need to learn more about this, check out episode 36 of the podcast where I walk you through it. I'll stick a link in the show notes. Another hot topic at the retreat was, of course, how to grow your business how to know when it's time to invest in ads or if you should focus more on organic. And this was the case for newbies and established businesses alike. Even when you've been in business for a while, you're doing multi six, even seven figures, you kind of hit a plateau and you're like, all right, well, what's next, right? So we all run into this at every level. If you're wondering the same thing, 
Start by asking yourself, do you have more time or do you have more money? If time is your biggest asset and you want to go at business growth the organic way, then you've got to go all in. No excuses. Find your platforms, likely Instagram or TikTok, because they're the best for discovery, and just do the damn thing. If you need help strategizing or learning how to create great content, invest in that help. If you've got money to invest and you want to grow fast, consider ads. It's the quickest path to growth. Now, I don't necessarily recommend that you go it alone because you can definitely waste money if you don't know what you're doing. Find a course or an ads expert to help you, even if it's just a one-on-one strategy session to get you started. And speaking of investing, one note about this. When it comes to spending money in your business, remember, it's not spending money. It's investing. This was a hot topic of the entire event and one that even myself needs to be reminded of on a regular basis. I was recently looking over my numbers for the year and I'm pretty damn proud of how much my business has grown since I went full time. But my overall profit margin is a bit lower than I'd like it to be. So of course, I started looking at my expenses and trying to figure out what I could cut out. Do I really need this tool or what about that tool? Maybe I should cut back on the hours with my VA. And while there is definitely value in keeping your eye on your expenses and not spending frivolously or on things you no longer use, so is increasing your revenue. So many of us worry about spending money in our business, but that's usually because we don't think of the long-term growth that investment will mean for us. Maybe it just means you'll have more free time or be less stressed. But maybe it's a connection you'll make with a mentor or an attendee at an event. Maybe you'll see explosive growth when you finally decide to invest in ads or go all in on that TikTok strategy. Ultimately, I encourage you to think more big picture. Use your most valuable resource, your time, to think of ways to grow your business instead of getting bogged down in every little detail about your expenses, trying to cut corners, and then ultimately either just wasting your time altogether or ending up making your business more complicated because you got rid of that tool you thought you didn't need. And then lastly, let's talk about business growth overall. During the retreat, an e-commerce business owner asked me, how do I get more sales on my website? When I sell at in-person events, I do great and people are always DMing me on social, but how do I get more sales on my website? I recently redid it to make it more user-friendly, but I don't know what else to do. So the first thing I asked her was, well, how much traffic are you getting on average each month and what is your conversion rate? The goal of this was to first confirm that she didn't have a conversion problem and second, to calculate how much additional traffic she would need to hit the goals she wanted to reach. Unfortunately, she didn't know the answer to those two questions, and that was the first problem. It is so important to know the numbers in your business. If you don't know your numbers, you can't possibly make educated decisions about where your weaknesses are and what you need to improve. I talk more about understanding your numbers in episode seven of the show, so take a listen if you haven't already. And actually, even if you have listened to it, if you're struggling in this area right now, go take another one. But let's run through a few quick calculations that you can use as a starting point to reverse engineer your business growth. Now I'm going to use some nice round numbers to hopefully make these calculations easy to follow. So let's pretend you're doing monthly revenue of $9,000 and your average order value is $60. So that means 
currently you have 150 orders per month. Also, your website conversion rate is 2%, which means your traffic is 7,500 sessions per month. So let's say your revenue goal is 15,000 per month. How do we get there? Well, if you think about it, there are only three ways to make more money in your business. You can acquire new customers, get your existing customers to come back more often, or just get them to spend more when they're already shopping. It's a bit harder to quantify them coming back more often, so for today's purposes, we're going to focus on getting more traffic and increasing AOV. So first, let's figure out how many more purchases a month would we need to hit our revenue goal if our AOV stayed the same. So currently we're doing $9,000 a month and we want to do 15. So we need $6,000 more. At a $60 average order value, that means we need 100 more orders per month. And with a general conversion rate of 2%, we'll need 5,000 more sessions to our website. By the way, if you don't know how to calculate that, the how much traffic you need, you're going to take the total number of orders you want, in this case it was 100, and divide it by your conversion rate, 2%. So 100 divided by 2% equals 5,000. Now let's do the calculation if we were 100% focused on raising our AOV. If we want an additional $6,000 per month, with everything else being equal, we would need to raise our AOV by $40. So for that, I just divided the 6,000 additional revenue by our number of orders, 150. Now, either one of these on their own seems really hard, right? So the idea is to accomplish your goals with a blend of both of them. Now, depending on your business, one or the other of these is probably going to be easier for you. If you sell low price products, adding another $40 to your AOV might be difficult. As it would be if you sold something that people didn't buy a lot of or need very often. On the other hand, if you're a super niche product, it might be harder to get traffic because your product doesn't appeal to as many people. Of course, there are a lot of variables here, but if you think critically about it, you should be able to identify where you specifically should focus more. Once you have all these numbers down, you can start to play around with them and say, okay, if I can reasonably expect to raise my AOV by $10, then I only need this much more traffic. Then start breaking down what you're going to do to accomplish those goals. How are you going to get that additional $10 in average order value? How are you going to get that additional traffic? I would start by even looking at where your traffic is coming from now and double down on that for 90 days to see how much you can increase it. And if traffic is a big thing for you, might be a good time to invest in ads. When it comes to increasing your AOV, make sure you get your cross-sells added and raise your free shipping threshold. You can tune in to episodes 4 and 49 for more support around this. One last note about this. If you determine that you really need to focus on growing your traffic and that's where you're going to put your energy, especially if it means you're going to invest in ads, get your AOV boosters in place first because you'll want them there when you start driving all of this new traffic. All right, 
I know this episode is a little random and all over the place, but I was so fired up after this event and I just had to get this all out and share it with you. Hopefully there was something in today's episode that resonated with you and something that inspired you. Remember, if this journey was easy, everyone would do it. So you are already winning. And that, my friend, is a wrap. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today, and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.